Warren Buffett has weighed in on the banking crisis. In a wide-ranging interview with CNBC, Warren Buffett talked about why it is that he thinks the banks failed and the problems that he sees underlying the banking sector. He's also suggested that the banking crisis might not be over, and in fact more bank failures could be on the horizon. Warren Buffett did, however, suggest that depositors are unlikely to lose their money. This is largely owing to the FDIC deposit insurance, which Warren Buffett seems to assume would extend even above the $250,000 threshold that currently exists. Warren Buffett has also talked about why he sold some of his banking stocks, and whether or not he thinks the government is going to foot the bill for any bailouts that occur. This, like I indicated, was in the CNBC interview that I'll go through, and I've extracted some of the main highlights from this. But if you've got any thoughts about what Warren Buffett is saying, let me know that in the comments below. So let's start with whether Warren Buffett thinks the banking crisis is over, and whether he thinks depositors are going to lose their money if these banks ultimately fail. Are we through the banking crisis at this point? Or, well, we're not through we with not? bank failures. The depositors haven't had a crisis. The owners of banks may have lost a hell of a lot of money. So you don't need to turn a dumb decision by managers into a panicking the whole citizenry. I just don't know why you do it with people. We set up the FDIC to relieve the worry of people. But depositors aren't going to be hurt. I mean, banks are no bust. They haven't made it the same sort of mistakes that they made back in 2008 or 2009. But they have mismatched assets and liabilities, and bankers have been tempted to do that forever. And it's it entered in a result you could predict. You couldn't predict when it would happen. And then once they start looking at one that does it, then they start looking at others. Everybody is in a position of looking at a number that nobody looked at when it was, <laughs> it was presented to them a year ago, if you read the 10K or anything of the sort. But the banks did not call attention to what they were doing. It's happened before, it's happened this time, it'll happen again someday. So what are the main takeaways from Warren Buffett's comments? Well, he seems to believe the banking crisis might not be over, and in fact there could be additional bank failures owing to this banking crisis. He didn't specify which banks he thinks might go under. However, there has been speculation about banks such as First Republic. Now at the moment, First Republic doesn't seem like it is going to go under, but things could rapidly change. First Republic got a lot of liquidity from the Federal Reserve, it has also gotten support from various other major banks, such as JP Morgan. Now, I do own some shares in First Republic that I've bought at about an average price of around $15 per share. So I am a little bit conflicted in this, and I would obviously hope that First Republic doesn't go under. But Warren Buffett has suggested that additional banks might ultimately fail. Warren Buffett has also suggested that even if these banks fail, well, depositors wouldn't be out of pocket. After all, the FDIC would step in and insure their money. Now, this, of course, would involve an extension of what the FDIC commonly does. After all, the FDIC is only authorized to insure deposits up to $250,000. However, when SVB and Signature Bank went under, this was extended to cover all deposits. This was based on an exemption that if they're systemically important and there's a need to insure all deposits, then that could be done. Now, Warren Buffett would then seem to be assuming that all deposits at all banks could be deemed to be systemically important, and therefore it would be necessary for the FDIC to step in in any case to insure all deposits and therefore depositors would not be out of pocket. Now that is a rather large assumption. It's not necessarily invalid given what the FDIC, Treasury and the Federal Reserve did in the collapse of SVB and Signature Bank. However, it is still a bit of an assumption that I'm not sure we necessarily want to rely upon. Furthermore, it does lead to the inherent contradiction that if people are sure that their money isn't going to be frittered away, if they're sure they're not going to lose their deposits, then why is it that people would withdraw money from these banks, and why is it that there would be a bank run, and therefore why is it that there would be a bank failure? 
There is a little bit of a contradiction there. I'm not entirely sure how to reconcile this from Warren Buffett's comments. Nevertheless, that's what he seems to be believing is going on in the banking system at the moment. Warren Buffett also talked about why it is that he sold many of his banking stocks. Did you see this? You were reading through the reports. You followed all these banking earnings that were coming sure. in. So you noticed it. You sure, saw it? Sure, I noticed it. Is that why you saw it sold so many of the banking well, we, stocks? We, 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 sold, we, we, we sold a number of banks. I don't like it when people get too focused on, on the earnings number and forget what I, my view is basic banking principles. I'm not going to get into naming any names or anything like that, but uh, it happened to varying degrees throughout the industry. I, I, I know who has been holding long-term instruments. They carry them at cost, basically, and, and they can't sell them at that cost. <laughs> and it's important that banks retain the confidence of the public and they can lose it, you know, in seconds. Some system. of the banks that you've sold include USB, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, PNC. Should we think that they're banks that aren't run well run because you've sold them? Or? No, okay. no, no. But I do think banking can get in a lot of trouble just because of the kind of things that they did. I didn't like the banking business as well as I did before. Why'd you keep Bank of America? They invited, I mean, I invited myself in many years earlier, and they made a, a very decent deal for us. And I like Brian Moynihan enormously. I did sell banks that we'd owned for 25 or 30 years. And, I, and, and if they asked me why I did it, I told them. But I just think the system isn't set up quite right in terms of connecting punishment to culprits. So here Warren Buffett was getting at why he sold some of his banking stocks. Now Warren Buffett didn't particularly name names. He didn't specify which banks he thinks are particularly bad or particularly good. However, Warren Buffett did outline some general principles. He talked about the idea that the accounting treatment of various assets at these banks made earnings look particularly good, even though the balance sheets had deteriorated. He's getting the idea that these banks took in large deposits during the deposit boom time, then they needed to lend this money out. This invariably would have been done at low interest rates, either in the form of loans at low interest rates, or going out and buying treasuries or mortgage-backed securities, which also were yielding relatively low rates. However, this created a problem. It created a problem because these assets would then fall in value as interest rates in the economy went up. That's because those historical assets, paying low interest rates, are now going to be worth less when you can just lend money now and get a higher interest rate. Furthermore, it created a bit of a cash flow problem because these banks lent up money at low interest rates, but now they needed to pay higher interest rates to attract deposits or to attract money into the bank. This therefore makes the bank a less attractive investment proposition. Warren Buffett also talked about the idea of the importance of the management team. Here Warren Buffett particularly alluded to the idea that Bank of America and Brian Moynihan are good managers in his eyes, and therefore he was more confident to keep investing in Bank of America as compared to some of the other banks. He's suggesting here that Bank of America might have been better run. Now I'm not going to state either way whether or not I believe that to be correct. However, that appears to be what Warren Buffett's logic ultimately was a reflection on what was going on with banks' balance sheets in addition to a consideration of the management team and the quality thereof. Warren Buffett also talked about who is footing the bill for any of these bank failures and the so-called bailouts that occurred in relation to Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. It will not cost the government a penny. The FDIC is, a, in effect, a very peculiar mutual insurance operation that is run by the government but is financed by the banks. FDIC has to pay out $250 billion this time or $300 billion. 
They just assess the banks more. The public has the impression that the FDIC is the United States government, but the costs of the FDIC, including the costs of their employees and everything else, is borne by the banks. So banks have never cost the federal government a dime, you know, and, and politicians can make hay out of it and all kinds of uh, all kinds of things, bad, bad things happen when people don't understand some major institution and who actually bears the costs and, and what the responsibilities are. Nobody is going to... Uh, uh, lose money on an, on a deposit in the U.S. To hear Warren Buffett is getting the idea of whether the taxpayer or the government is on the hook when these banks fail. And here there are really two parts to it. Warren Buffett has indicated that investors, so shareholders, lose a lot of money, basically the whole investment, when these banks go under. That is clearly as it should be because these investors took the risk of investing in this bank. Second, Warren Buffett is talking about deposit insurance and the idea that the taxpayer or the government is not on the hook when depositors are insured. Rather, the money for this comes from the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. And where does the FDIC get its money? Well, it gets it from the banks. It does this by raising a special adjustment on the banks that is pretty much a levy or a fee that is charged to these banks in return for the FDIC providing this insurance, so to speak. And therefore, it isn't directly the taxpayer or isn't directly the government that is paying to bail out these depositors Rather, it is the banks. Now, clearly, individuals are going to ultimately pay for this because if the banks need to pay this special adjustment, they're going to charge higher fees or pay you lower interest on your deposits. But you're not directly paying for it through your taxes. And here Warren Buffett is suggesting this is as it should be. The question is then, what are the investment implications of what Warren Buffett is saying? Now, I'm not suggesting you do any of this. I'm just trying to interpret the implications of Warren Buffett's statements. Now, one way you might approach this is by buying shares in smaller regional banks. Now, this would be super risky. Some of these banks might go to zero before they ultimately muddle through the banking crisis. However, if Warren Buffett genuinely thinks that all depositors are going to be insured, he thinks they are going to be bailed up by the FDIC as a depositor, then there would be no reason for a bank run. And if there's no reason for a bank run, then many of these regional banks should be able to last through the current banking crisis. And if they can last through the current banking crisis then their stock prices go back to near where they were beforehand. So say, for example, we've got a bank like First Republic. Well, First Republic's stock price went down some 90%, and it's currently hovering around that $14 area at the time of recording. Now, I've personally bought into it at an average price of around $15 per share. Now, my underlying logic there was that First Republic might go to zero, but if it survives the banking crisis, then its fundamentals remain relatively unchanged, maybe a little bit worse, but not 90% worse, and therefore its stock price would trend back to where it was beforehand. Now that's the underlying logic. I'm sort of treating it as a bit of an option here, rather than necessarily as a stock. However, whether you were to take a strategy like that would depend on your risk preferences, your risk tolerance, and the nature of your portfolio, and how much money you can afford to lose. And investing in companies like that, that could potentially go to zero, is clearly not for everyone. A second implication of Warren Buffett's statements is you might just follow what he's doing in his portfolio. For example, if he particularly likes Bank of America, well, it can be difficult to second guess what Warren Buffett is doing. Warren Buffett has been an incredibly successful investor. Now, I'm not personally an expert in Bank of America. I don't own shares in it. However, if Warren Buffett is confident in it, it's at least a company you might want to take a second look at. Even if you don't ultimately end up buying shares in it, you might at least consider whether it's worth adding to your portfolio. Those are the major two implications I see from Warren Buffett's statements. However, elsewhere in this interview, Warren Buffett did indicate that there are some economic headwinds on the horizon. So this doesn't necessarily imply you'd go out and whole-scale buy an S&P 500 index, 
Rather, you'd want to be selective about which companies you buy, which price you buy them at, and ensuring the companies you buy shares in either have a good management team or a moat or at least some other value that you think is going to increase. That is, you're buying good quality companies trading at a margin of safety price to use Warren Buffett's parlance. And in the case, those are the investment implications that I see from Warren Buffett's statements. If you think that I'm wrong, if you have any other interpretations of what Warren Buffett is saying, let me know that in the comments below. I would be interested to hear your thoughts. And otherwise, thanks a lot for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, and hopefully I see you next time as well.